the In Conversation podcast series with author Nigel Beckles. Podcast. Welcome to the podcast. podcast. Please like the podcast, podcast. and subscribe podcast. to this channel. Podcast. Thank you. Podcast. Have you experienced several failed relationships or been through a divorce? How can you avoid making the same mistakes again? How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes is out now. Hi, my name is Nigel Beckles. My new book is packed with practical and common sense strategies that you can use to make better relationship choices. Now you can discover the dangerous myths about love. If your relationship expectations are realistic, why you could be falling in love for all the wrong reasons. How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes. It's a book that could change your life. Available from Amazon.co.uk. Kindle version also available. Please join us for the very first Indie Pods United Convention. This online event is for both new and veteran podcasters, where we will listen and learn from each other. The online Indie Pods United Convention begins on the 29th November through until the 3rd of December 2020, featuring amazing shows and information to learn more about the great world of podcasting. For more information and to register for this unmissable event, please visit the website now, IndiePodsUnited.com. Indie Pods United Convention. Together we listen. Welcome back to my In Conversation podcast series. My guest for this episode is an award-winning psychotherapist and relationship coach. She is also the CEO of Opening the Doors Psychotherapy, Babita Spinelli. Hi, Babita. Welcome to my podcast series. How are you? Hi, Nigel. Great. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. So before we get into what you do at the moment, where did you grow up and what was it like? I grew up in New York City, uh, the Big Apple, and um, what was it like? It was all that mix that New York brings, um, I guess, you know, just uh, as a born and raised New Yorker, it was a vibrant city to grow up in. I grew up from an immigrant family. And so, you know, kind of navigating that uh, adjustment space for them in New York, but it was, you know, I'd still call it home, actually, even though I don't live there anymore. So how did you become interested in the work you do at the moment? It's a second career for me. I actually started off as an attorney, and then I ultimately was in corporate America, and I ended up on Wall Street. And so I I had a very long trajectory in corporate America and as an executive. And I I realized one day that it just didn't feel like that that was um, my passion. And so through my own therapy and coaching, I realized, um, actually, my therapist said, you know, you'd make a great therapist. And so I went back to school and got sort of re-educated, did all of my clinical work and transitioned into private practice. So here I am. You're a qualified psychotherapist, mental health consultant and certified coach. So what inspired you to begin your coaching business besides being in therapy yourself? Well, as I had my psychotherapy practice, one of the things that I recognized over time was that with many of the clients that I worked with, that sense of accountability um, and being able to transform and create and take some ownership about next steps in their lives was becoming more and more powerful, especially as they were transitioning from the therapeutic journey. And so I realized that I really wanted to expand my breath and sort of um, create more of a space of, of coaching where I could work with those clients. I think the other aspect of it was that 
um, I really valued the global breadth of, that my practice was taking. And I felt that with coaching, I could also have a broader reach in some of the issues and the work and the kinds of people that, that were coming to me and that I also wanted to work with. And then last but not least, having been in corporate America and been an attorney and worked on Wall Street, I started to get a lot of clients that were going through career transitions or life transitions. And the coaching component of my practice seemed to be a very organic and easy fit. And so that's sort of how I expanded my practice to include coaching. So when did you start your coaching practice? So my entire practice, I started at about 12 years ago, and then coaching started to evolve, I would say, a few years after that. And what type of issues do clients approach you about now in your current practice? So it's a variety of issues. I consider myself a, um, so I'm a psychotherapist, psychoanalyst, and a certified relationship coach. And when I talk about relationships, I mean couples work, but also relationship to oneself and relationship in the workplace. So the kinds of issues and clients that I work with are individuals that are going through big life events, life transitions, like divorce, like transitioning out of a relationship or marriage, perhaps even an issue around maybe a career change. Um, So there's that aspect of my practice. And then the other aspect of my practice focuses a lot on couples work, but also around toxic relationships, such as narcissistic abuse or other kinds of abuse. And that's also another part of my practice. And then I would say there's a piece of it where I I do a lot of mental health consulting with organizations, with executives who are looking and recognizing how important mental health is to themselves and to the people that they manage or lead. And so that's another aspect of my practice. And that's also a really blooming piece that's taking place, especially now. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned narcissistic abuse because I'm an advocate myself raising awareness on that issue. Glad to hear that I have great company in that area. I understand you've received awards for your work. So what were those awards for? Sure. So I received the 2019 New York Psychotherapy Psychotherapist Award. Um, And that was about, and that was a New York award for my practice in New York for being, I guess, a successful business owner who's doing well. And it's only one, there's only one person or one practice that gets it. So that was pretty exciting to be acknowledged that way. I also received the uh, top 10 entrepreneurs and business women leaders in New Jersey. And that was, you know, I think for the work that I do. In, in the Jersey area. I think I've had a few other awards along the way when I was in corporate America, um, doing a lot of different things. But in terms of the more recent ones, I would say those are the more recent ones that I'll bring up. So, Babita, what other interests do you have? Great question. Um, so, I am actually learning golf. So, that is something that I would say is a current interest of mine and been really fun to learn. I'm very, I love to write. So, I'm very passionate about writing. And so that's really great just in terms of my practice. I always like to put out valuable content, but I also like to do it in my spare time. I'm avid uh, nature lover. And so that's why I also have echotherapy as part of my practice. So I, I like to do like hiking, a lot of being in nature, gardening. So those are just some of the things. And that I love the ocean. So for me, swimming is really huge. So I love bodies of water. And the best is if I could swim in an ocean. 
I try and do that. Well, Babita, what is on your bucket list? What are your plans for the future? Where do I begin, Nigel, on this? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So a couple of things. I'm actually working with an agent on a book. And so it's going to involve relationship work. So more to come on that when when that starts to formulate. I'm also working with a colleague on podcast as a he and I are both psychoanalysts so we are kind of working on those details I'm also launching a new website where I will sort of showcase some of the things that I'm doing um, such as hypnotherapy as well as other services that I'm bringing in like hypnotherapy like echotherapy like my consulting work so those are some of the things that are in my buckets. Um, and then of course, I, I always feel like, and you probably do too, right? Things are ever evolving. We're always kind of churning and engaging in our work and what we're bringing in. So, you know, I'm always like open to things that are coming up and things that new are always popping up. So Babita, how can people contact you? Probably the best way is you can go onto my current website, which is openingthedoorspsychotherapy.com. And there's a contact form there. I'm also on Instagram, you know, to be messaged. But I also say there's the good old fashioned way. You know, there's my phone number on all of, you know, my social media handles and my website. And I say, pick up the phone, leave a voicemail. I will call you back. There's something that I never want to lose touch with no matter how much I expand or how much bigger, kind of have a few offices, things of that nature. I always want to feel like I'm reachable and there's still that, you know, one-on-one connection. So phone to me is a great way to be able to reach out. Well, Babita, that has been very interesting indeed. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Nigel. Thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. Another In Conversation podcast coming soon.